Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. The local share market has been travelling pretty well this year with predictions that Australian shares could well outperform other markets for the rest of the year. So what are investors trading so far? Have any of the trends from 2022 continued into 23? Remember, this is general information only. You should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. Kath Whitaker is the Chief Executive of ASX-listed trading platform SelfWealth. Kath, welcome back to Fear and Greed. Thank you again for having me, Sean. Great to be here. Okay. We had a quick chat before we came on. It is quite incredible what people are buying. Now, just firstly, when we're talking about people here, we're talking about retail investors. Is that correct? We are. So our our platform is uh, 95% retail investors. And look, the numbers are in, Sean. There's no disputing the trend that has happened in January. And in a headline, spoiler alert, it's all about lithium and coal. Wow, amazing. And this is, well, let's go to lithium first. So the number one is Pilbara Minerals. Yes. What other ones are in the top 10? Sure, we've got some core lithium. We have lake resources. We have Liontown. And it's all about, you know, we know Australia supplies 50% of global lithium uh, across the world. Folks see, you know, what is happening still in the EV space. Uh, we'll get on to Tesla maybe a little bit further on. But, you know, there's obviously a, a ongoing demand for lithium. And so people are, are well and truly investing into these specific stocks, anticipating a great return. Okay. So lithium's hot. You also mentioned coal companies a moment ago, notwithstanding the well, the price of coal has come off big time, but it was very high until just a few weeks ago. Whitehaven Coal, once again, a popular stock? That certainly is. And, you know, we see it across our, our top 20 as well. There's more and more coal stocks that, that are coming into play. Yan Coal actually building out our number 20 spot, which is a, a first-time entrant for us. So, you know, as you say, I mean, when you look at, you know, energy performance, certainly across 2022, it really was the star performer uh, from an ASX perspective. And, you know, although the coal price has dropped off in recent times, folk obviously anticipating it will come back. There is a need. And so, again, you know, looking for, for ways to get the most out of the investment dollars, people see coal as an excellent choice. Okay. What about the large caps? So many of us would invest in large caps only because they're household names as much as anything. If you look at the top 10, and we're going to just park Tesla for a moment, we'll come back to that. So BHP, obviously, Australia's biggest company, Fortescue Metals, and ANZ, but it's only three of the top 10 are actually very large caps. That's exactly right. So, you know, and we, we're looking at the, the traded numbers here. So rather than, you know, what I'd say is stocks in terms of total value on the platform, of course, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, so the, the big caps, the Commonwealth, the Westpacs, et cetera, they're still ranked very highly in terms of total value of the, the platform. And look, you know, on the self-wealth platform, we're, we're now getting very close to $9 billion worth of asset value on our platform. But as you say, you know, in the month of January, it is those three stocks, BHP, ANZ and, well, Tesla that uh, and, and Fortescue that have really rounded out uh, the most traded values. Okay. So, I mean, of course, we're trading here. So it's buying and selling. So, we're you know, people are coming in and out of it. What about Tesla? Because that certainly came off the boil at one point last year, but it seems to be back. 
It certainly is. And look, I think a, a certain share price jumping from $100 to uh, $190 last time I, I looked certainly helps. And, you know, it certainly has shot up, you know, jumped up nine spots on our ranking in terms of most traded stocks. And, you know, I think, again, um, getting past all the, the hype and Elon Musk and the, the Twitterati. Oh, Kath, Kath, you can't get past the hype of Elon Musk. <laughs> no, you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> I think he does that extremely well. Mm. But, uh, you know, people still see, obviously, a, a growth market that is uh, occurring there in terms of, you know, EV. And they're still so dominant within that segment. And so people have rewarded that. Why is that something like Tesla is so much bigger than, let's say, Apple, which is probably even a better known company and people use Apple all the time or Apple products all the time. It just sort of interests me. I suppose it's buying and selling. I've got to keep reminding myself of that. It's not just buying. But it, it kind of like, I don't know, it's just like Tesla grabs the imagination more. Is it the future? What is it? Yeah, I look, I think it's very much about the future. So, you know, the, the point around, you know, all of the, the FANG stocks and, and look, by the way, you know, we have seen in January uh, much bigger inflows of investment happening into the FANGs and, and, you know, tech in general on the NASDAQ as we do also offer US equities. But I think the story is that with Tesla, it is all about the future. And I think, you know, when we've been looking certainly at our generational demographics that we see on the platform, you know, we've seen some some really interesting observations in terms of, you know, what the Gen Zs are doing, certainly, you know, a much, much higher buy to sell ratios, you know, for 20-something-year-old women, it's, it's still at 80% buy to sell. Our cohort that actually has the highest buy to sell ratio is 18-year-old men at a whopping 88%. They've probably got nothing to sell though, Kath. Yeah, they're probably still building. Unless they've had a minor account on our platform, you're very true. Um, But, uh, you know, they're absolutely in the growth mode. And so, you know, they are looking for those stocks, which you know, I'm sure they see as having a medium to long-term improvement. Stay with me, Kath. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Kath Whitaker, Chief Executive of ASX-listed trading platform, Self Wealth. Are there stock, and let's use Pilbara Minerals, it's the top traded stock. Is that focused on a demographic, 18, 20-year-old women, or is it broadly, I mean, to be number one, you have to be fairly broadly based, I'd imagine. Absolutely. And look, you know, Pilbara is unique from a a direct equities perspective, given that we saw it was the most traded stock across all of the four demographics that we use. The only other type of asset that can claim that same prize remains as Vanguard AS. So from an ETF perspective, it too is popular across all four demographics, filling out that number one position. But yeah, quite unique in uh, everyone seeing a combined value associated with it. Uh, the survey does actually show sort of, uh, I don't know, they're quite anomalies, but interesting. So NEU, which I forgot to say, I had to look up to see what NEU is, and it's new in pharmaceuticals seems to have been sold a lot by baby boomers. Now, maybe baby boomers are more interested in pharma companies, but Neurin Pharmaceuticals is not a big company. 
No. And look, it has been um, a real darling of the self-wealth cohort. And it is a terrific story to be told in pharmaceuticals in terms of you know, not only the obvious in terms of doubling of, of share price, you know, in, in the last year or so, but, you know, what it's doing in terms of research and, and the inroads that it's made certainly into the US. And I think, you know, those gains that, that have been made on that stock, whilst, you know, who knows uh, what may happen next with the share price, but um, I think certainly a cohort of people have, have been bought in quite early, realised the gains and, you know, maybe reassessing their, their position. How does buy now, pay later stocks, how do they rank? We saw open pay recently collapsed and then Zipco, I think, is in one of the top traded stocks. But where do they sit? Because I, I think from memory previously, they were fairly highly traded companies. They absolutely were. And look, you know, looking at 2021 and then when you compare it against 22, I mean, that was by far and large the most significant change is, you know, where are the buy now, pay later stocks? And Zip, you know, had a, a bit of a, a flurry, I would describe it, in January, as I think, you know, there were some indications in terms of, you know, profitability being visible in the US and people seeing it as opportunistic in terms of, well, perhaps there is a path here. However, you know, I think, you know, who's to say what might happen in, in February, but uh, it's very much a, a watch this space with that particular one. And as you quite rightly point out, with open pay, you know, uh, unfortunate situation, but, you know, that whole segment is obviously under a review at the moment. And so, you know, time will tell in terms of, you know, where people see value or not. What about ETFs? Who are interested in ETFs mostly? Yeah, so again, so we see quite a lot of interest in ETFs across all of the demographics, certainly more geared toward the Gen Zs uh, and the millennials. We see, you know, very dominant position by Vanguard in terms of, you know, their exposures internationally as well as in Australia. But I think what's interesting in, in the January month is you know, we did see more of a, a sell than what we've seen in previous months uh, with ETFs. And, and I, you know, looking at the younger demographic, I really do suspect that it's a case of, you know, uh, the credit card bill always comes in on, on the 20th of, of January. Yeah. Um, and perhaps, you know, people just needing to free a little bit more cash than normal. So, uh, again, very keen to watch that. But, you know, I think in general with ETFs, there's also been quite recent media, you know, focus on, you know, is it the, the darlings that, you know, it's been made out to be? And I think probably uh, a lot more recognition in terms of fees associated with ETFs. So, you know, it could well be a case of people are, are reassessing as a bundled product and perhaps looking to, to go on a more direct equities path. Kath Whitaker from Self Wealth. Before I let you go, there's a couple of little quirks here which I think are really fascinating. You've got nearly 130,000 active members, and 70 year old men are the most active. They are indeed. They have been trading through particularly the second half of 2022. I think, you know, the, the white water out there has certainly benefited that demographic. And yeah, look, they're being opportunistic. The other one is West Australian. Western Australian women yes. are a sophisticated demographic that are trading the most. 
They are. So out of all of our, when you look at male, female and, and statewide uh, demographics, absolutely, they are the cohort that is uh, trading the most. And I love a bit of state rivalry. I mean, Not who totally. does Yeah, absolutely. Where are you from, Kath? The greatest state, which of course is Queensland. Uh, see, parochialism is really at its finest in Queensland, I've got to say. God's country, they say. Uh, so, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, well, but Western Australian women at least have it over Queensland men and women and the rest of the country, in fact, uh, in, at least in terms of trading. This time I have to give the trophy to them. But uh, let's look for next month. Fair and fantastic. Kath, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Thanks for having me. That was Kath Whitaker, Chief Executive of ASX-listed trading platform, Self Wealth. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Remember, this is general information only, and you should seek professional advice before making investment decisions. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your day.